Greetings, magnificent souls, to the Lily Buley podcast, where we have open and honest discussions about ourselves. This is your host, Lily Buley, and I'm honored to have conversations here with thought leaders, visionaries, healers, and even solo conversations with myself about things I'm currently reflecting on. This is a place where we break down, break away, and break through our emotional trauma, allowing ourselves to be healthy, be happy, and live a peaceful life. We are tired of being sick and tired. We are tired, but we are not giving up. We know that there is something magnificent inside of us. And because we are fighting daily, hourly, and by the minute, fighting ourselves, our jobs, our unhappiness, we have to do things differently. We have to break the cycle. We don't have a million chances. We have to be happy now. We have to find a way. So how do we do that? How is that possible? If you look around at what society is telling you, they tell you that what we're doing is impossible. Yet it's happening every single day. And it's happening through the practice and the love that we call awakening the magnificent soul. We are all magnificent souls. And these are our stories of healing. Today in episode 148, a solo episode today about what to do with parts of yourself that you do not like. Before we get into the show, don't forget to let me know your thoughts about this episode or anything you would like me to cover on future podcasts by dropping me a DM on Instagram. Remember, it is a safe place and I would welcome the discussion. And also a request, if you are enjoying the show, please rate and share and review so we can get the word out to more and more souls who want to heal. And now on to today's episode. So today's episode, I'm looking at my screen, was inspired by a listener's request that they have this belief that parts of of herself, I'm assuming, or even this could have come from a man, I don't know, parts of herself, specifically her or his femininity or her or his masculinity was dangerous. So I thought this was a good time to talk about the parts of ourselves that we don't like and how we can learn to reframe those parts of ourselves, understand why they're showing up in our lives. And instead pushing, instead of pushing those parts away, we can actually start to understand them, to see them, to hear them so that they can actually lessen their grip and their anxiety on our lives. Wouldn't that be nice? So first, let's start with this idea of parts. Why is it so important? And if you're in Dating You, I talk about this all of the time because this is a major, major aspect of how I help people heal in their inner world inside themselves. So this idea of parts is really having has been coming into prominence these last 10 years or so. Now it's starting to really, really pick up steam. Maybe you've heard of internal family systems. Maybe you've heard of parts work. Maybe you've even heard of inner child work, which is also very similar. And y'all, I'm not here to break apart the definitions of all of that. I always say, and you'll understand this about me as you continue to listen to me, that I always say all these labels really don't 
matter so much. What matters is what's happening on inside inside of you. And labels are great for awareness, for classification, for uh, as symbols. But when it comes to what's happening inside of us and what we want on the outside, you know, I talk about a lot about love, a lot about relationships, those symbols and those labels and all of that stuff really does not matter. What matters is your regulation inside of yourself. So this, this whole thing about parts so important. And I didn't even understand this really until I started doing my healing work and then started helping other women, men and women heal. You know how, like, I always like to think about this, like back in my dieting days, I don't diet anymore. You know, thank goodness. Thank God. You know, I, I have uh, learned to love myself enough as I am and not put myself through that kind of hellish, uh, yeah, just kind of that hellish experience for me. It was really just horrible. Um, but I always like to think of it like date or not dating, but dieting. Okay. So I remember when I was dieting and I was that one that, you know, started on the, on the wagon, off the wagon. I remember I used to go out with my friends. They're like, are you on the wagon or off the wagon? And that made me feel like shit. (laughs) But so I was always kind of fighting. It's it wasn't willpower, so to speak. It was just these these voices inside of my head that was telling me that, oh, you know, you really want to be skinny, Lily, so you should probably eat that carrot. But then the other voice that seemed to be a lot stronger saying, Oh, Lily, you just want to be comforted and loved. You should probably just go eat that ice cream. And so it was this constant battle inside of myself, these different parts coming up of what I wanted, maybe a goal that I had set for myself. And then what, you know, people call it, you can call it anything. You can call it shadows. You can call it inner critic. You can call it whatever. I like to call it parts. And here's what I want to tell you is all of those parts, wherever you are right now, wherever you are in life right now. The parts that are coming up for you, whether that be about dating and relationship, about a situationship, about a relationship that you're already in, about whether um, you're trying to figure out what you want in dating and it's so frustrating because you can't seem to get it. All of these parts that are coming up for you, they make a lot of sense. And in fact, you, if you're having these conversations in your head, are not crazy, but these parts are actually formed throughout our lifetime. Richard Swartz has a really great different definition that I did not pull up before I prepared for this. Uh, I'll maybe put it in the show notes because I have it on the ready. I just didn't have it here, but basically what he says, and he's, I don't know if he's the founder of um, internal family systems therapy, but he's definitely brought it to um, mass market, so to speak. But What he says basically is that as we go throughout our lives, things happen to us, our traumas happen to us, we go through bad relationships, we go through um, school, we go through all of these things. And what happens is a lot of times is there's the self, there's like our highest self is what I like to say, which is like, you know, pure and good, connected to God, connected to universe. And this, these things happen throughout our lives. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you've had a bad childhood. This is just something that happens inside of us where parts form to help us kind of deal with the situations that we are in at that time. They form and it's kind of like a a different part of our self forms and um, it has its own thinking, its own thoughts, its own behaviors, its own limiting beliefs. 
it has its own kind of internal um, system inside of its, itself. And this is inside of us because of things, you know, some people use the word fractured parts. I don't really like that because it makes me feel like that I'm just kind of broken. Um, but I want to say functional parts, and I'll tell you why in a minute. So parts of us form as we go throughout our lives, right? And if we don't have the proper maybe community, maybe family, um, maybe nervous system regulation, we don't have the proper relationships where we can kind of process what's happened to us is those parts kind of have their own way of operating. And if, if we haven't really come to terms with what's happening with that parts or start to understand those parts is those parts really start to lead in our lives. And it's not really our highest self. So have you ever like thought like, that's not even a part of me. Like that feels really weird. Some people call this our shadows or whatever, like again, labels, it doesn't matter, but what matters is what's happening inside of us. Right. And so First, I want to say, like, if you have parts inside of you that are kind of at war within yourself, like anxiety, overwhelm, depression, all this stuff, number one, I want to say you're not crazy. Number two, I want to say that those parts make sense. So today we're talking specifically, I thought it was important to lay that groundwork first. Today, we're talking talking specifically about parts of us that we don't like. Like this came in um, as a request from a listener about this person did not like their, their feminine, their femininity and their masculinity. They saw them as dangerous. So if you have parts that you don't like, here are some invitations for you. This is how I deal with that. Number one, I urge you to set aside the first thing I urge you to set aside the want and the need to get rid of parts that you don't like. You cannot meditate away parts, y'all. That may work in the short term. In the long term, it does not work. You cannot breath work away from your parts. Um, the parts of you that you don't like are actually begging for you to understand them, to see them, to hear them, and to acknowledge them. Here's what I mean. All of the parts inside of us, and uh, Richard Schwartz says that we have maybe like thousands of parts inside of us. I don't know if I've identified a lot of those, but I've identified a lot of core ones. You know, I have like four or five different core parts. Um, no, maybe five to seven <laughs> core parts that I see on the regular. And I want to say this again. This is not about making parts of yourself that you don't like go away because that's going to only going to cause more anxiety, more overwhelm, more depression, more confusion, more frustration. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I want you to have a mindset shift on why those parts are there. So the part of you that, let's go back to my dieting example, the part of me that wants carrots is the purposeful part of me, the purpose of that part is to help me get to my goals. So that's like a very coachy, you know, coachy part. It's a part that's like, that's the willpower part of me. The second part in that example is the part that really wants the ice cream, right? And that part has a purpose too, because that part probably ha is in pain, feels lonely, 
feels like it's its life lacks sweetness, lacks joy. So what I would really love for you to do if you're having parts of yourself come up is take some time and dive into what parts are speaking up for you and what do you think that their purpose is? What is it trying to communicate with you? Start there. You know, if you're doing this work alone, you do it with a therapy or a coach, it goes a lot faster, a lot smoother because they can probably see blind spots that you can't see. But if you're doing this work alone, start there. So parts of you, like for this, this person that um, wrote in and said, my femininity is dangerous. Likely, if you have a part that you see as maybe a shadow um, I know that my femininity was also dangerous before, you know, I, I slept with a lot of men. I put forth my sexuality in order to get, excuse me, in order to get connection, in order to get love, in order to not feel lonely. So if your femininity is dangerous, if you see that and it makes you kind of close down, it makes you kind of question yourself or your intuition or your discernment. My question would be, what do you think that that part of you is protecting you from? Why is it dangerous? Why is it acting out? What is, what's the main purpose of the, the protective mechanism of whatever, however this is manifesting in your life? If your masculinity feels dangerous for a man or a woman, for a man, if your masculinity, masculinity feels dangerous, where did you get that from? What is that part saying inside of you telling you that this is dangerous because there is a very beautiful, beautiful thing to strong masculinity. Masculinity, I can attest to that inside like my internal masculine, but also with my partner as well. So what part is questioning and being, um, you know, people call it an inner critic and that's fine. Call it whatever you want. But what I really, really, really want to want to emphasize here is let's find out what the purpose of these conversations inside of our heads are. Because that will, if you do this over time with practice and you start to understand these parts, your anxiety dissipates. Your overwhelm kind of goes away or it's, it, it's shorter in duration and it doesn't happen as often. So figure out what is dangerous about these parts. Of course, my femininity was dangerous because I was putting myself in situations that were probably harmful. But the reason that I was doing that or the part of me that was driving me to do that, again, was because I felt alone. I didn't feel like I had connection. I didn't feel like I had love. I didn't have it within myself first. So I, I sought it in other people. So if that's what, what, if this, this rings true for anyone out there, then what that part needs is like the third or fourth layer after you try to understand what the purpose is, is the purpose that it's trying to reach and fulfill outside of ourselves for protection for um, love, whatever it is, then we actually have to give that to that part inside of ourselves. And y'all, this does not happen overnight. This does not happen overnight. So if you take this practice and you do this for a week and you come back and say, Lily, this didn't work. It's because our brain, our nervous system, all of the wires that we've created through our decades here on earth, all the stuff that we've been going 
um, going through is those grooves, the things that we've known, all those different voices that we've known for decades, it takes some time to rewire those. And I always say consistency, repetition over a period of time with support. Those are the four elements of healing that I have gone through myself, that my clients go through as well. Consistency, repetition over a period of time with support. If you go back to the days when you were younger, when you learned how to play, you play basketball, play soccer, learn the piano, tell me you didn't have those four elements. It's the same thing. It's the same skill, skill development that we're asking for here about the relationships inside yourself. So consistency, repetition over a period of time with support. That's the quickest way to get whatever it is that you want in life right now. It is. And So we talked about the idea that each part has a purpose. Find that purpose. If you could objectively see what that purpose was without without hating it, blaming it, shaming it, being angry at it, whatever it is, what would that purpose be? After you do that, turn that inside. And if that part is with the purpose of that part, for example, my ice cream part, wants love and connection and sweetness and joy is figure out how to give that to ourselves inside instead of searching for it outside and as you do this over time with repetition what what starts to happen is those voices you know, I was talking to a client this week and I, I um, we kind of likened this discussion with, you know, that part that has been in control or those voices that are really loud has like the, the control and the grip on your life that's, that is like a fist, like really, really tight, doesn't want to let go, doesn't think any, anything else or anyone else can help, help you, um, really hard to ask for support. So it holds on tight for a reason, for a very good reason. So The growth is not that it goes away. Let me say that again. The growth is not that it goes away. The growth is, is that part of you that is not your highest self. That's kind of, you know, causing a lot of like internal chaos. It's not that it goes away, but but that it lessens its grip just a little bit. Then you continue to do the work. You can continue to look and see how it's showing up in your life. What's it, what's its purpose? What does it need? Then it loosens a little bit more. And then you continue to do that. And you may sometimes take five steps back and two steps forward. I've done it myself. I've done it recently. I do it all the time because I'm always hitting growth edges. But overall, is it just loosening its grip just a little bit more? That's the work. So it's not that you're femininity or masculinity is dangerous. It's that it's really protecting you for, from something really dangerous or not really dangerous, really scary inside of yourself. What is that? What is that? And how can you turn that around and give that to yourself through things that you give to, you know, again, to yourself, like maybe it's a conversation on the inside. I have to go through y'all. I want to say this again. This is something that I do on the regular. There are, are multiple parts of me that really kind of tend to flare up if my nervous system is dysregulated, if I'm going through or if I'm at a growth edge. 
And I have to talk to my parts. Sometimes I have to write letters to my parts. Sometimes I have to ask them like, what's going on? What's happening? You know, what do you need? How can I support you? How can I support you or the five sexiest words that anyone can ever say to me? You know, like my partner asked me that and it just makes me melt. And so I have to say it on my, on the inside too, to my parts. Over time, your confusion, your frustration, your anxiety, your overwhelm, all that stuff will start to lessen. And you'll recognize that the femininity and the masculinity of you is not dangerous. It just doesn't know that you your highest self can handle your life as it is. So it has that grip. And each time we try to figure out, not try to figure out, but try to listen, try to understand. Then it starts to trust you after a while. It starts to observe you after a while. I have a a client, we were talking about this the other day too. And she was talking about this scenario at work. Where in the past, she probably would have reacted a little bit differently, but we've been doing a lot of nervous system regulation. We've been doing a lot of rewiring of her brain and her body. And she recognized that, hey, I handle that a lot more coolly, collectively. Um, I was in my highest self than I would have before. And I asked her a pretty profound question when she, and this made her think. And I, I asked her, pretend it was take your kid to work day. And the part of you that never felt like she belonged or never felt like she was enough. She has a core, a core, you know, one of her cores that it's not exactly that, but it's something like that. Imagine that you took that little part of you to work. Like it was um, take your kid to work day. And she saw you act so aligned so connected to yourself, so clear, so discerning, so loving, yet very strong and and independent, this beautiful mix. What does she see? Imagine. That's what it feels like to the parts of ourselves after we've done this over a period of time. We've been working together for, I don't know, about 10, 11 months now. She said that that part of her would feel relieved. Would feel relieved. Because she's watching her highest self in action in the real world do something differently than than would have happened before. Imagine if that part of you could feel relieved. It's pretty powerful. If you have any questions about this, drop me a DM on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. In fact, y'all, I just want to say I am being my goal for this next half of the year is really to connect with you all more. To be honest, I'm having a hard time, an edge for me right now with the podcast, with the business. I'm having a hard time with just staying behind the screens and staying behind the mic. If you've taken the the feminine dating archetype quiz and you um, input your phone number, you will be getting a call from me. And it's not for anything other than I want to connect with you. Um, I'm really kind of getting to the point where I want to be able to serve you better. I know I serve a lot of people because I, I get all the all the, the messages that you all send me, but I am having trouble filling up 
to be completely transparent. I'm learning a lot about myself in this process. It's definitely an edge for me. But the reason I'm talking about this is that I I want you to know that I want to connect. I want to connect with you more. In fact, I need parts of me need to connect with you more in order to stay here, to be on purpose, to um to continue this, you know, life-changing work for myself and for you. And so just want to let you know that any messages on Instagram, dropping in, saying hi, saying how, you know, this, this podcast has impacted you supporting me through, um, through donations, through monthly donations. I'm really just, I'm not going to quit. So don't worry because I wouldn't have anything to live for if I quit, but I want you to know that I Intent, I'm intentionally putting this out there because I want to connect with you, the audience. I've been here since 2018. I know there's thousands of people of you listening. So if you feel compelled, if you take the feminine dating archetype quiz, if you liked an episode, if you have a question about an episode, what I really, really would love is for you to drop in on Instagram and let me know what's going on with you, who you are, become part of my life more than just this voice, um, because it really, really, really fuels me to be a better person, to be a better coach and to speak up, which is one of my main values in life. So there we are. (laughs) I put that out there. And like I said, it feels like a little bit of an edge, um, because I've, I'm learning, I'm unlearning a lot of stuff. I've had a lot of trauma, Recently in the past couple of years about the coaching industry, how to communicate all of this stuff. So I'm just really asking you for help. Drop in on Instagram, say hi. I would love to connect. Again, only for me (laughs) because I need it. No sales, no anything other than like saying hi, what's up? This is what I've learned from you or something, whatever. If If you're compelled to do it, do it. I would love it. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I hope it helps. If you have any questions, again, holler at your girl. Um, a few things before we close up today. Always, as always, if you do feel compelled to support the show in um, financial in a financial way, I would absolutely love to receive your support. You can go to the link in the show notes and click on support. Um, you can elect for um, a donation of 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or um, I think it's 9.99 a month. Those go towards, again, just kind of an energy. Like if, if I was a, like a electrical socket, it really just gives me energy and lets me know that you're out there and supporting me. Um, it goes to production costs. It goes to, um, to cost uh, just time as well to record and find amazing guests. The other thing is don't forget to join dating you. I would love to have you. Um, I'm, I might be changing up the format a little bit. I have been peppering in some bonus calls. So I just want to let you know, if you have intentionally not chosen into dating you and you've seen it, but you maybe feel like it hasn't been for you. My urge for you is two things. One, holler at me on Instagram. I want to know what questions you have. If you think it's going to help you, we can get on a Zoom call if you want for for 45 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, to see if it's what you need to heal the next layer of healing so you can attract your dream partner without the drama. Um, 
I would love that. Again, like I'm really, really trying to intentionally connect with you instead of just being somebody behind the mic and behind the screen. The second thing is, um, again, dating you is available and open for you. You can, you can try it for free. Dating you is a school for magnetic relationships. It's a process that I've been through. It's really a beautiful, beautiful healing container for getting you to your next level, whether that be after divorce, after a shitty breakup, if you're in relationship already, it would serve you for what's coming up for you, learning how to speak up for your needs, your wants and desires. It's, it's such a beautiful container for healing. The next layer of healing, especially if you've been in personal development for six months or more, especially after um, your first or second divorce. Um, again, if you don't know if it's for you, let let me help you find out. Like, I don't know either, but I'd be happy to chat with you about it. So dating you, you can use the code love 2023 for your first, first month three free, excuse me. That's $47 off. You can try it and cancel at any time. I would love to have you. Um, one of my big, big goals in life is to help 1 million people find love. And, um, I just launched this in January and I would love to invite you in. Um, and again, let me know if you have questions as always. I love you. Thank you for being here. Y'all, my people, again, I can't wait to, um, now that I put that out there about, I want to connect with you. I can't wait to see who drops in because you are loved and you're welcome. All parts of you are welcome. Um, you are supported and I'm here. We will see you in two weeks. Bye.